My name is Aldo Martin. And I'm Elena. And this is the Reclamation Podcast Episode Recap. Today, we are recapping this week's episode with Elena. Elena is a former member of the International Church of Christ, and she is also a listener of the Reclamation Podcast. Let's listen in as Elena shares her thoughts. Welcome to the episode 10 recap with Elena from 3B. Hello. We're at episode 10. That's right. Double digits. <laughs> Double digits, man. Um, so this is our final conversation with uh, with Liz Lang. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I thought she was a great guest. Absolutely. Yeah, I, re- I really did. I thought that she, she was vulnerable. I thought that she was honest. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I thought she was clear in, in what she was saying. Right, right. Yeah, so definitely she, I guess, brought home a lot of um, key points, uh, major ones that, you know, she talked about the journey. The journey? The journey of self-discovery. Yeah. You know, I guess for herself, a lot of, of self-reflection, uh, both, I guess, kind of prior, a little bit prior to, inside, and then after when leaving. Yeah. So she touched on those, you know, within all three episodes. Yeah, she did. Um, she did. And then the mental health uh, aspect. Yeah, the mental So yeah. that was major. That is major. Yeah. Really. Talking about the journey, um, we've mentioned several times, uh, different guests, yourself, talking about what people were brought to the church or, or attracted to church for different reasons. Yes. You know, some seeking, I guess, friendship, yep. companionship, <clears throat> acceptance, um, acceptance, yep. uh, guidance or a, a purpose. Yeah. You know, they, they were, that's their journey. Yeah. Right? That was their journey that brought them to the church. Yeah. And something that happened, I was just thinking about as I was listening to the episode, that as we were on our journey, somewhere along the way, as we were trying to become the best disciple (laughs) on earth, and really what we meant by disciple is the best church member, really. I mean, it, they try to use that synonymous, you know, disciple, but it really was a member, the best member of the church. Mm-hmm. So as we were trying to do that, our journey, personal journey, halted. It almost was stunted our personal growth. How do you because mean? Because although I think we didn't, I, I can't speak for, I can speak for myself. Like I didn't start the journey of, the, of becoming a member of the church. Uh, as wanting to be the perfect Christian. Okay. You know, I wanted to, you know, want friendships. I wanted to live a good life, quote unquote, you know, healthy, clean life and have good, you know, a community. Healthy, clean life. You know, okay. just like hang out with, 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 with nice friends that are just want to do good, do good works, charitable stuff, just good, clean fun. You know, um, but also too, something that's, it was, was in all of our hearts was I think just finding our own personal place in the world. Um, for example, Liz talked about how she gave up an exchange program to Spelman for a semester. That was Spelman major. College. That was major for her. And that was her thing. You know, she that's something she's <clears throat> always, you know, that's a prestigious school, a very well-known um, historically white black school. Mm-hmm. And um, so there's something that she really wanted to, to, to discover. And she gave it up, you know, because the advice from the church. And she said that we were convinced. That I, I actually believe Spellman is what inspired Hillman College from a different world. 
Right, which inspired me to want to go to college. You inspired know. me too. You know? <laughs> Shout out I mean, to Ron Johnson. <laughs> Sinbad. Shout out to Sinbad. <laughs> um, but no, she said that that we were convinced that the advice that were give, was given to us was God given. Yeah, definitely. So if they said, if the you know, if the leaders said, you know, I don't think that's the best you know decision or the best time for you to go, whatever we believed it, mm-hmm. you know. And it, was it God or was it that they didn't, it wasn't convenient for the church at that yeah. time for us to do those things. Yeah, of course. And I had a similar situation. You did. I did. I was, um, I want to say this was 1998 or something like that. Okay. I was in BMCC yeah. and um, there was a program to study abroad. Yeah. And it was to Puerto Rico. Yeah. And I was so excited because, you know. Wait, you said BMCC. So. Your college route was, you went to Rutgers University? I did for like a semester. And then you went to BMCC? Yes. And then ultimately graduated from NYU? Yes. Okay. So now you're at BMCC and you have an opportunity to go abroad? Yes. And I was so excited because a friend of mine who was also a member of the church, she uh, had gone to Senegal. That's what it was. She went to Senegal. Senegal, Africa? Africa. First of all, first of all, first of all, speaking of Africa, shout out to Africa, man. Yeah. This week, we had our first download in the continent of Africa. All right. Thus making our program downloaded on every continent, minus Antarctica. <laughs> so shout out to Africa, man. All right. That's anyway, excellent. Anyway, so Senegal. So she, you know, was raving about how it was so great to go to the study abroad program. She's like, and she encouraged me, like, you should, you know, try and to who, do. who's this telling you? Uh. A friend, uh, she was a church member at the time. Yeah. College, college student yeah. at the same school. And um, I was so excited. I was like, you know, I'm going to apply. Because I grew up in the Lower East Side of Manhattan. And, and the makeup of that community was mostly, you know, Dominican, Puerto Rican, just heavy population. And m- my best friends were that. So I really, you know, I felt like I was one of them by association. I, so I wanted to learn more. Yeah. So um, I applied and I wrote this essay and I was trying to use big words. I said things like, you know, I want to um, study the traditional cuisine, you know, things like that. <laughs> and, I, and I got accepted. You got accepted I to got the program in Senegal? Program. No, not Senegal, to Puerto Rico. Oh, okay. To Puerto Rico. Oh, and so that's why you said growing up in the Lower East Side, yes. you had a lot of uh, Latin friends. Right. So I influence. wanted to learn more. Mm. about it you know about the cultures so you got accepted to the program in puerto rico in puerto rico and and to my knowledge not a lot of people were accepted to these programs you know they're very selective mm-hmm. so i got accepted i was so excited i mean i <laughs> it, it was the money was connected to it i think there was about four hundred dollars and i don't know how i was gonna get that money but anyway i was gonna work it out yeah but i remember i brought it to the bible talk leaders and they were like well okay at the time when this happened, I had been, quote unquote, fruitful. Fruitful. Fruitful meaning I had met a girl on, on in, at BMCC at my college, in, you know, invited her to church, studied by with her. She actually got baptized. Yeah, let me tell you something. Being fruitful was it. <laughs> it was it. And I was excited because I was one of those people who I would always invite people. I would study with them, do a couple of studies, and they would leave. Like, they wouldn't, yeah. you know. <clears throat> you just, you were not fruitful. I was not fruitful yeah. for many, many years. So I was yeah. very excited when she actually went through the whole process. Yeah. So she was what they called a baby disciple. 
Uh, baby, baby Christian. Baby, baby Christian. Christian. Baby right. Christian. So at the time I got accepted to this program, I told my Bible, talking, this is great. I got accepted. And she was like, Are, do you think that's wise? Mm. I mean, you just baptized this, you know, I'm not going to say her name, this, this lady. And, you know, she's a baby Christian. Like, she needs you. Like, mm. you need to mentor her. And I'm in my head, I'm like, literally, my mouth went dry. And I was thinking, but there's others. There's, like, there's other people here on campus that can take care of her while I was gone. But then she kept on. She's like, no, but you were the one that brought her. Like, she's going to look to you. You are her sister. And I was like, oh, you're right. It's, you know, and I just, I guess, fell for it. I was like, you know, you're right. Mm -hmm. You know, how irresponsible of me to, to leave for three weeks. I forgot what the time frame was. Three weeks, a month or something, or, you know, when she just. So you weren't even going to go for like a whole year or a semester. It was just a couple of weeks. It was like, a, yeah, a couple of weeks, maybe a month. It, it was, a you know. Four weeks maximum. Yeah, four weeks maximum. And then she was like no this was ever you know without so many words saying no and i believed her yeah and don't you know about two weeks no, later no 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 do do i i'm looking at your face yeah and you're about to say something that's gonna make me upset i, I look i can't curse on this program anymore <laughs> okay okay i already got an email Telling me, no, I'm kidding. I didn't. Okay. Oh, I was like, really? What? No, well, hey, tone, don't you tone know? Tone it down, sir. Okay. Don't you know? Two weeks later, that young lady left. What do you mean that young lady left? The young lady that I baptized decided that she no longer wanted to become a member of the church. So I gave up this opportunity. My journey. I'm trying to find myself and try to, you know, enhance my my life. And I put that on, on the back burner and gave it up. And this young lady decided that she didn't want to become a mm. disciple anymore. But let me ask you something. <clears throat> so it seems as if you not going to on this uh, or taking advantage of this opportunity seems like it was in vain. However, right. if this baby Christian was not, if she was not a factor, mm -hmm. do you think that the Bible talk leader would have found another reason to say it's very no. possible it's very possible <clears throat> it's very possible for reasons of you know the body has to be you know use words like the body has to be together mm -hmm. you shouldn't you know mm -hmm. I, I think that this uh the members of the church found different reasons different excuses all the time to stifle people because right. if we were to ask liz lang about this opportunity to go to Stelman, uh spellman excuse me if we were to ask her about that I, I'm, I'm quite sure they gave her some ridiculous excuse right. or some ridiculous right. rationale that probably did not in, uh, uh, include a baby Christian, <laughs> mm -hmm. but it was something else. Right. Right. So, man, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And, 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 and Liz speaking about that brought back that. Yeah, absolutely. Story. I'm like, yeah, I've got a story too. You know, man, I, I'm wondering how many people who will listen to the program who are former members, I might've said this before, but I'm wondering how many of them, have thoughts or memories that flood back to them as they listen to uh to us recount these events it's really amazing yeah and then she had mentioned how the church uh, was manip manipulating lives in that sense you know just yeah. the thought pattern and just kind of like those power of, of suggestion you know like the, my the my situation like are you sure like is that wise and it's like me being 
you know, wanted to do the right thing. Yeah. And I'm looking to you for advice. Yeah. And you're getting your advice from the leaders. And yeah. it's like, this is like sound advice from God. That's what it seems like. You know, uh, you know, they were, they use that as a, to manipulate, to, to get the things that they wanted. Yes. You know, on, you know, you're, you're at the cost of your life. Yeah. You know, and, in, and also I think she mentioned it or you did that, um, they were given advice that they had no business giving advice to, you know, no, all aspects about... of, of, of someone's uh, life. Mm -hmm. And, um, especially because they didn't know us. And I don't think that was ever like even discussed. There wasn't any room <laughs> for that. Your, your personal goals and your personal visions or dreams were not, were inconsequential to the bottom line of the organization. Right. I mean, let's, let's make no mistake, you know? And again, I don't know if this is limited to the leaders, but I think uh, uh, the general church population at the time, I, I think we uh, we all felt that way. And I say we, you know, I say that begrudgingly because, you know, I'm ashamed of that. Mm -hmm. I'm ashamed of that for sure. Yeah. And you had mentioned that the church was irresponsible with mental health or the people's mental health. Yes. Now, I know you battled mental health or struggled or lived with mental health uh, concerns for a long time. Can yeah. you speak about that? Like, First of all, why you got to blow up my spot? I'm kidding. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I've um, currently, I still, you know, battle mental health issues and and um, I didn't realize I was, you know, living with depression for such a long time. Um, you know, I've, I've since uh, uh, sought out therapy and gone through therapy and it's helped out a lot. It's helped out a lot. Mm -hmm. And I'm also lucky that I have a very strong support system of people around me. So it helps. Going back to my time in the church, I remember, now here's one thing that I haven't mentioned to the, to, to the listeners. But I got baptized at 18 years old in 1995. Now, I need everybody to understand this. Here I am. I'm coming from my self-esteem being at the bottom for a variety of reasons. If ever you want to know <clears throat> what those reasons are, I'd, I'd gladly explain it some other time. But my confidence was zero. Okay? I had no aspirations in life. I had no... Because I didn't think I could make it. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. And for those of you who've ever been depressed... You know what I'm talking about? It's such a dehabilitating thing where it's, it's, oh, how do, how do I say this? You know, I was talking with a friend of mine on, uh, on Friday and I tried to explain to her what being depressed was like. And she said it beautifully where she said, you know, sometimes, you know, you, you have these moments when you're sad and it's like this black cloud that follows you. Mm -hmm. And that's what being depressed is like, no matter what's going on outside, no matter all the cool stuff. It's a black cloud that's following you. And I came into the church. And they helped me. Okay, I was going to ask if the, if the church, being in the church, improved? It improved it greatly. It, it improved my outlook on life. However, depression doesn't go away. Mm. And for me, the kind of depression that I have, I'll, I'll get down in a funk, you know, and I'm not able to be positive. I'm moody. Right. And I remember when I was in the church, I would have these times where I'm just feeling moody. Like, no, I don't feel like sharing my faith today. <laughs> mm -hmm. I don't feel like smiling today. I don't, you know, but 
they they would they would disciple me on it and say, hey, listen, you know, you know, Philippians, whatever, book of Philippians, whatever right. it was, you know, you got to be joyful and you're not being joyful. And if you're not being joyful, you're not listening to the Bible. And if you're not listening to the Bible, you're not being a disciple. If you're not being a disciple, you're going to hell. So you definitely didn't feel supported through this this time. Supported is 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 a strong is I don't know how to how to phrase that because I didn't know what was happening. Right. You understand? Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was depression. I just thought there was I just thought I was wrong. But did anyone say like, you know, I see that you're having a hard time or you know I don't remember that. Maybe like, there was, but no, I don't remember that. It was always snap out of it, let's go. And I remember there was and this is like within the first year of me being a disciple, right? Within that first year, still a baby Christian, quote unquote, as we mentioned that term earlier. I remember some of the leaders would approach me because now I'm in a funk, right? I'm in a funk. That's uh, funk meaning a low, a low state. Low state, not funky. Right. Not <laughs> smelly, <laughs> not smelly and not. Uh, uh, I'm in a depressed state. Not a 70s. Uh, not a 70s funk artist. None of that. No, okay. I'm in a, I'm in a depressed low, state. Low, very low mood, state. Right. And sometimes these moods can last for a couple hours. Sometimes they can last for a few weeks. Mm. And when they last for a few weeks, they look at you as if you're unspiritual and you're unfit. And people try to talk me out of it. I couldn't snap out of it. And I remember after months of going through this, um, I had a meeting with, with, uh, with my discipling partner, with my discipling partner and the leaders of the, and one of the leaders of the organization. And it was like a final talk. And it was like, listen, either you snap out of it or you got to go. Really? What's it, it going to be? And I, I was just, I just remember being so mad and so insulted that they were asking me that. Right. I, I, and, and, and for me, my defense mechanism has always been to just be quiet and just ruminate in my mind, right, of what's happening. Anyhow, I, I wound up getting kicked out. By the church? Yeah. They gave me this ultimatum, said, hey, listen, if you don't make a decision now, you're going to snap out of it or you're not coming back. So I said, I'm not coming back. Right. I didn't say that. I just I just walked out the room because, again, I couldn't talk. You could you articulate know? it. Mm-hmm. For those of you who ever, who, who, who have ever battled depression and are in a depressive state, you know what I'm talking about. Anyway. So I left, I left Mm -hmm. and it was a a year after being baptized. And now I'm back in, back in the world, so to speak. And I'm back to where I started, where I was extremely sad because I had just lost the best thing you, the best thing that has ever happened to me. And I'm thinking it's my fault. I'm thinking that I did something wrong. I'm thinking all these negative things about me. And let me tell you something. That was October 1996. And October 1996 and all of 1997 was the darkest time of my life. Because what's unfair that the church does or did at the time is, man, when you're in it, man, and especially when you're new, Mm -hmm. you're, 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 you're cool, you're new, you're loved, you're accepted. You understand? Yeah. And then as soon as you start to act like yourself, it's like, yo, you got to change all that. And then once you leave, you are dead to them. Right. It is you leaving that church. You have fallen away and you have chosen to leave, turn your back on God. Leaving that church is synonymous with being dead to the leaders. Your name's not spoken of. Right. 
no, no one, one calls you. Yeah, no one is to reach out to you. No one calls you. No one checks up on you. And I went from being this lonely kid to now being widely accepted in this organization back to being a lonely kid. Especially knowing that I had just lost the best thing ever. And it was a dark, dark, dark time. Hmm. Again, I wasn't suicidal, but whatever the closest thing is to it is what I was. And if there's people out there listening who have, quote unquote, fallen away. You didn't fall away. You didn't fall away. You just you just went somewhere else to figure it out. I'm telling you that. I'm telling you that. I know I don't have any authority and I'm not really uh, 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 an important person like that. But I'm telling you, you didn't fall away. Nah, you just went to figure it out. Right. And if anybody else makes you feel otherwise, <sighs> I want to use profanity, but I'm going to stop this time because <laughs> last time I used profanity, when I, upload the, uh, when I uploaded the episode, I had to check the box. It said explicit language. <laughs> And I didn't want to do that again because it ain't that ty- it ain't that type of show. Uh oh, uh oh. But anyhow, anyhow, it was. But it right, was- just sorry to cut you off. But um, as you're talking to the to the listeners, that it's your journey. You are stepping away to continue your journey to discover yourself or reconnect with yourself. That's right. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's right. That's right. And and since it is, and we're gonna end this journey. Because since it is a journey, mm-hmm. don't stop believing. <laughs> you know what I mean? And on that note, we're going to catch y'all next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye.